Hi, everyone. This is Catching Up with the Nerds with your hosts, Tom and JC. Uh, this is a podcast about uh, two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we missed, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids and deep diving into nerdy pop culture to make it more accessible for you, our listener. How's it going, Tom? I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, doing good, man. Like, glad to be recording again after a couple of weeks off. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it, 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 it's been too long. It's been too long. But we're here now. Yeah. So, so should we do uh, quick, quick introductions of each other just for everybody that's new to the podcast? Oh, what? Again? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, do you want to start? Man, you I, never know who's like tuning in today. I started last week or last episode. Um, I feel like you should go this time around. Yeah, let's have a go, man. So uh, my name is uh, JC Garay. Uh, I'm originally from Honduras, uh, but uh, now I'm living in Portland. Uh, before this, I lived in London. That's where I met Tom. Uh, before that, it was the States. And before that is where I was born, Honduras. Uh, I am a dad of an 11-year-old named Aiden and a lovely little girl that's five years old named Arabelle and wife to one amazing woman called Fiorella. And She's uh, listening, isn't she? I yeah. love all things graphic novels. Uh, uh, totally. <laughs> I, I want breakfast after this, dude. <laughs> I, I love me my graphic novels. Love my kind of nerdy horror, nerdy uh, sci-fi and fantasy. Uh, and I dabble in video games now and then. So over to you, Tom. Hi, my name is Tom Arnold. I'm, uh, I'm uh, the, the other half of the podcast. I'm originally from france as you can hear from the accent uh moved to the uk to london 20 years ago which is where i met jc um also a dad to two kids one who's lovely uh, emily 11 and a boy who is getting there slowly um about to be four years old uh, <laughs> louis uh quite a handful but he's uh, one day one day buddy one day he'll be I'm gonna, he'll listen to this he'll be like oh, i wasn't that bad yes you were um married to <laughs> a lovely lovely spanish lady um elizabeth who's from the canary islands you know shout out to the canary islands um yeah and, love that place oh yes those holidays um i'm very much into video games uh anything that has to do with sony sega microsoft even if you want to and nintendo um, I also love me some good nerdy books, you know, anything that has to do with, you know, especially comics, a um, bit of manga as well, some Dragon Ball now and then. And I think that's about it, you know, and I still like sports. If you heard the uh, episode two on PlayStation, we say we mentioned we like sports. I still like sports. Yes, we, we're, we're f- <laughs> inclusive. Whether you like sports or not, we're here for you, baby. There you go. Uh, you can be, you can so, be a nerd. You uh, can be let's a start off with a. Yeah, man, there's no nothing wrong with that. Um, so let's start off with just kind of what you've been nerding out about this week, man. What, what's uh, what are you into lately? Oh man, I mean, come on. Like the, we obviously being in London, part of Europe for uh, another couple of weeks. Um, we got the release of the PlayStation Five happening, and uh, what was that now? It's the nineteenth. So that was yeah. It's been a little bit over a week now. And that's what I've been doing. Just literally just playing Spider-Man Miles Morales a lot because I actually beat the game already. Uh, to be fair, it's a little bit on the short oh, side, so it's, nice. it's pretty it's pretty short. Um, what else have I done? Yeah, it's just it's just transferring all my stuff from PS4 to PlayStation well, Five, which is yep. Wait a second. 
Was there a spider cat? I heard about yes. this. Yes, there's a spider cat. Uh, I actually shared a photo on Twitter <laughs> of spider cat. Um, this actually, there's two, there's two different bits. There's one bit when you need to go and res- rescue a cat, um, which is fine. But then there's um, doing that, you unlock a spider cat outfit. Well, it's not an outfit. It's more like what you wearing a, your Spider-Man outfit. And then there's a blazer on top of that. Uh, and you're wearing a backpack and in your backpack there's spider cat so literally the cat's named spider-man and he's got a it's the little ginger cat with a spider-man mask on top of his top half uh, which is so cute so i've, I've got a p- picture up on twitter i'll probably put it on instagram also because <laughs> it deserves to be there um but yeah, it's, it's 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 one great game it looks absolutely amazing it plays amazing the story is actually really good oh cool um oh, nice. so I guess you can you can probably pick it up for Aiden, you know, eventually when you do buy yourself a PlayStation Five. Um, challenge, um, yeah, it's it's worth playing. It's, challenge again, accepted. <laughs> it's a little bit on the short side because it's it's more of a DLC than than a, a full blown game. So it's it's uh, a say, but if you, if you go straight into the main story, you'll do that in under ten hours. Um, and then, because uh, I, I like to complete the game entirely, so I'm doing all the side side um, missions and other little games, in games that you've got. Um, so that that's going to take me probably around 20 hours to to complete. But there's a bunch of games coming out soon, so you know, I wouldn't be worried about not getting my hands on on a proper good game just yet. Miles Morales does, you know, it, it does what it's supposed to do. Oh, you know, that's a, that's a good thing. So PlayStation 5 for me, the entire week. That's it. <laughs> so I spent my last seven days. Nice, dude. Loving it, what man. Yeah, dude, I've, I've heard great things about the game. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, for me, actually, uh, me and Fiorella have been doing a rewatch of uh, Deadpool. Uh, we, right. we caught Deadpool, uh, the first movie, and then we're just halfway through Deadpool, the second movie. And um, uh, Theo had never watched him, so we had been laughing hysterically. Like that movie is so infinitely rewatchable. Yeah. Um, so she's not she's not seen the first one. No, or, she'd or, never or, seen or, either of them. Neither of them. Because we we went to watch yeah. it um, in a cinema when it came out. Um, I think it's the probably the one of those rare times where I actually cried laughing in the cinema. Uh, I wasn't Dude, expecting it. it. Yeah, it's the type of movie that makes you like do the ugly, like the ugly laugh, where you're like, <laughs> like almost like can't even breathe laugh. It is so hysterical. Um, and there's other things that I just didn't catch the first time that are just awesome. But the main thing as I was watching it that I kept thinking about is like, this is now Disney property, right? So Disney bought 20th Century Fox, uh, and there's a Deadpool three in the plans, and I'm looking at going like how is Disney going to release an R-rated movie of this level of like raunchy, like very offensive humor sometimes, but that's hilarious. So you're going to get like the nice Disney castle and then like Deadpool's going to like, like peer through and then like crack a joke. I, I just can't see that happening. If, if they don't keep the same spirit, the same soul of the, that film, you know, the, pretty much bringing in the same writers and everything. That's gonna be a very difficult watch for Deadpool three, but let, let's see, let's see what they do. If if they um, if Disney is a little bit clever about it, they can they can carry on the uh, the tradition that Deadpool one and two already are, yeah. you know, pure crass. <laughs> <laughs> pure. 
disgusting humor, which is awesome. I mean, it's it's needed sometimes, you know. You 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 can argue that the whole Marvel universe is it's pretty, you know, it's it's made made to cater to everyone. Yeah. And Deadpool isn't <laughs> isn't for the kids really. That's for that's for um, adults only, and it's that's really great. I think it's great that we've got it um, yeah. ready to be watched. Well, and also it's so self-referential, right? It's like oh, yeah. it makes fun of itself it's like so it would have to make fun of disney and disney doesn't like it when you make fun of disney <laughs> so uh i don't know because you can totally see deadpool cracking a joke about mickey mouse and that, that's not gonna fly well man so i wonder if they're gonna release it under like create another production company and like like disney black label sort of thing of like they, they put like their more edgy stuff through there or or they're just gonna make it pg-13 which is gonna suck oh, that's uh, gonna so we'll if they do that that would be super yeah. lame if they did that. Well, um, you know that they, they took the R-rated ones and recut them into PG-13 yeah. versions and and re-released them. So that's why I, was, I got the, a little bummed they, out. They called them the that. Christmas. Is it like the Christmas Christmas version? Oh, yeah. Something like that? yeah, I think yeah. they released it around Christmas last year or the year before. And it was just yeah. I, I, I've not watched it because I think it'll be a bit too. It'd just be weird. It's like it's like watching, uh, you know, Shark Week on on TV and then there's shark without teeth. You know, it's like what's it's like that. There's like no blood. There's like, yeah, there's no blood. There's no sharks. There's just dolphins. Yeah, they're just swimming along peacefully, getting along. It's like here's a turtle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Alrighty. So uh, there's I have no good segue from turtle and sharks into what we're going to talk about this week. No. Well, there's there's one. You know, we can talk is, about uh, yeah. Is, you know, sharks. Is there, we can talk about those companies shark- that are putting out games that. Um, uh, aimed at kids and their wallets uh, or the parents' wallet. There you go. Shark mentality. Boom. Yeah. It's like there are some games that can be somewhat predatory. And yeah, that's, what gonna, yes. that's what we're going to talk about this week. So pivoting on to um, our next mini series right now, uh, which we're going to talk about Fortnite and why we think it's a bad game for your kids. Um <laughs> <laughs> to, to put it very bluntly, uh, we are both, uh, we love video games. Uh, we love sharing them with our kids, but we find Fortnite to be one of the games that actually kind of stands in between us and being able to do that with our kids. And also it has some impact on our kids that we haven't been exactly like fond about at all, right? Like we actually, we've, we've downright not liked. Um, Especially you, because I, I know Aiden's been, has been playing that Oh, I think was it was it him or was it him and a bunch of his friends also? A lot of his, a lot of people he knows play uh, Fortnite, and for a while he kind of got into it. With Aiden, it was a case of he got into uh, Minecraft and the battle royale games of Minecraft. Which, thank you for saying that, because that's actually the broader topic that I that I do want to like dive into, right? Which is like, um, where Fortnite is the headline, but the the substance under it is more the battle royale format, right? And um, uh, whether your kid plays Fortnite or they play Apex Legends or they play PUBG or they play like, for example, like Bed Wars on, uh, on Minecraft, that's the one that, that mm. Aiden used to like. Um, uh, there's definitely some problematic aspects of these games, right? And, and it's it's within the actual format itself and the way that these games are being designed that cause a few issues. Um, because we're definitely not in the bandwagon of all video games are bad. It's like, it's no. the exact opposite, right? It, it, it really is one of our ways that we share, We as we talk about the thesis of this uh, uh, podcast, how we share our nerdy passions with our kids. We both love gaming with our kids. Mm-hmm. But 
there there's a way of doing it that's that feels constructive and useful and like enhances the relationship versus something that's very one-sided and it's just about like uh, and we'll talk about this later but like the constant satisfaction that comes from this format um so uh it, it's it's a case of how does it how does it allow well actually let, let's let's go to to the actual point of this right it's like what's the thesis of our episode and kind of the, what I wrote down earlier was like Fortnite limits your attention span by rewarding short-term satisfaction over the delayed satisfaction of a story-driven game, right? So we talk about like immediate gratification versus like having to invest time and then getting that gratification at the end of the game are two very different things, right? Yeah, I think I think that I mean there's there's the attention span. There's there's also I think there's a couple of things we'll touch upon, which is also the um, the financial side of the the, the monetary um, yeah. side of those those games also there's um, um, especially when it's uh, being shown and being um, introduced to young kids who don't have the concept of what money is also you know you can you can sort of you know you don't really you know you can you can spend a little bit of money on your kids and they can you know from time to time maybe spend a couple more pounds or dollars depending where you are um and that's okay but then there's this anyway there's a, there's a whole financial um aspect to it that also as a parent uh, feels a bit a bit over the yeah. top feels a bit like it's it's not warranted when you want to play video games you shouldn't really be in there but yeah attention span <laughs> yes so uh we're gonna we're gonna structure this mini series so that this first episode is all about like uh the research that we've done to kind of help you uh, educate yourself about what are the set or some of the challenges with games like fortnite like apex legends like bed wars and minecraft uh so we're going to share some of that knowledge with you so you can kind of have a better idea of what are some of the things that we've seen in terms of behaviors and even research carried out by universities uh around this uh but then we're going to dive into kind of our our, our second, third, fourth episodes um, into recommendations of like uh, other video games that you can try to get your kids steered into or play with them uh, that allow you to move away from some of the, the bad behaviors we see around Battle Royale format games. So well, most story-driven games, I think. Yeah, exactly. So or co-op games where, or co-op where, games. where you get to yeah, play together over kind of a story-driven kind of a format. So yeah, let's dive into the research, shall we? Right, so I think we'll, we'll start with talking about um, the Battle Royale kind of mode um, yeah. games that are out there. I think that, that there's exactly. a lot of very famous one um, through the history of, of Battle Royale mode. There's uh, Apex Legend, I think we, we've mentioned a lot, PUBG, um, Overwatch, um, Call of Duty, uh, now yeah. with the new uh, Warzone um, mode they've released last oh, yeah. year. Which is free to download, uh, and obviously Fortnite. Um, Fortnite is the biggest name in, I, I'll say, maybe in, in, in video game at the moment. You know, it's still the hot property of video game. Um, yeah. But Fortnite is really where it's at right now, especially for kids. I think Warzone is maybe Call of Duty Warzone is more aimed at older teenage kids, adults. But yeah. Fortnite is really where young younger generation will be. Maybe the under fifteen, under, you know, under fourteen. That's where they'll they'll, they'll be. Um, spending most of their time um, and Fortnite is really the king of Battle Royale so Battle Royale is those what is Battle Royale? It's literally a, a, a game of what 15 maybe minutes long 10 minutes long 15 minutes long 
yeah. uh, where you need to survive. You need to be the the, the, the last man standing. Um, so basically, you drop on a map on an island, and you need to be the last man standing. So that that map is getting smaller and smaller. The the circle around the map mm-hmm. uh, reduces with time as time goes on. So you've got you know. Um, you get a, a warning that within the next three minutes the the circle is going to reduce and you need to be within that circle otherwise you're out but obviously as part of that you need also to be careful with other players that are out there trying to kill you <laughs> um yeah. and trying to steal your stuff you know so that's and, what and, Fortnite is and and that map is very key to the whole dynamic right of that is what sets you onto a timer of like this game will end no matter what because the map keeps it keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller because when it first came out my point was like how's that different to like the the one to one one v one mode on Halo or even one back in the, like the Golden Eye days where you're doing like the one v one trying to find the other person and they would hide and then you have to try to shoot them. Um, I was like, what's different? And and that really is the big dynamic that it, like, it forces you to progress the game very quickly. Like yeah. you can't hunt around for someone for a really long time. It's like, it's going to happen in the next 15 minutes, right? And that's huge. Yeah. So the, the, the really the, 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 I mean, apart from the financial aspect of, of the game, I think what, what this does um, having those games that one mode game mode uh, on repeat is really especially for a young brain that's still developing right it's it's really messing up with your attention span uh, and how long um, the ability of one in that case child to concentrate for a longer period of time and how does that impact their young brains it still impacts you know, we, we still we still suffer from attention span, short attention span. You know, even now as adults, um, uh, those research I've done it showed that um, back in two thousand, the average yeah. worldwide uh, attention span was was twelve seconds, twelve <laughs> seconds, um, and it's reduced now to eight seconds. Which oh my god, means mean that most of our listeners have now already given up and packed up and they're not. Li- you know, they're not concentrating on anything we're saying. So we're trying to bring them back with something interesting, like saying that we are now uh, have a short attention span than a goldfish, which um, has been calculated to be nine seconds. This point of the episode where we do like have like our equivalent of the red wedding, like does someone just need to be killed off the episode in order to make sure that everybody's still paying attention, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's, you see that it's shock TV because if something super big doesn't happen within the first 30 minutes of an episode, you lost the audience, right? It's like, it's gotta be something big. And you see all the shows now do it. Well, the, all, the, all the shows nowadays, if let's say you're watching something that is crime, relate, crime related or something, you know, um, um, something with detectives or whatever, the first scene will always be the same. It's always be the same setup now where you have a something quite gruesome happening, like a horrible crime within the first minute minute and a half of the show because they have to hook you up you've got to be you know hook you into the the storyline you know this it's it's now you know you if, you if you remember watching this old tv like especially again um those cops shows nothing would happen the first yeah. five ten minutes it was just uh for probably sexist jokes and and you know a little bit of racism in there but you know they'd be they'd be they'd be just it was the nineties and why not nineties or so, but it wouldn't be nothing that tragic, nothing that the massively 
brain blowing moment um um attention uh, catching moment that you would see within the first 10 seconds of a show because maybe people were a bit more you know used to a different rhythm back in the days um so it's quite interesting so there's there's a few reasons why um again according to the article um i put a link somewhere in the description you know if you're on youtube it'll be in be below in the, in the comment section um so what one of the one of the um point for our attention span regressing was too much information being thrown at us um so that also in turn having too much information obviously now you've got you know, you can get information online, social media, on TV, obviously watching the news, um, radio, whatever it is, your phone right now, you're checking. <laughs> it's like, you know, this it's coming yeah. from all angles. Um, and yes. also, it's interesting enough, that's it's got the, um, the ability to physically um, influence your brain, literally alter your brain and the way it functions. Um, as it showed that uh, there's less gray matters um, entering parts of your brain that is... Um, associated with maintaining focus so all right yeah it's 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 very interesting so literally <laughs> you can go let's be sense you know be a bit sensational here and say like social media for example is something that is physically um changing the way your brain works yeah in a way which I, reading that i was a bit i was like whoa that's a bit crazy and again reading that took me a while because my attention span is so shit that I had to uh, start over and over and again reading the article. So I was like, ah, well. Um, so, you know, there's a bunch of numbers they're throwing at, you know, they throw at you in the article, which like, you know, for example, on Facebook, once you scroll down your wall, you only yeah. would pay two and a half seconds at, you know, attention for, um, to an article or a photo or whatever somebody will post on there for two and a half seconds. You know, that's a very, very, very short. So if you multiply that attitude, and the attention you pay to something, two and a half seconds for your friend Bob's post. You're like, okay, cool. You don't even read it. You don't even bother about it. Go down to the next one, to the next one. So you're literally retraining your brain to only pay attention for a little bit of, you know, tiny chunk of time at the time. And that would be why our attention span went down from 12 seconds to eight. So you've, you've been retrained to assimilate a lot of information um and also Wait, there's, really, yeah and, and there's no coincidence there that remember when vine was around vine was what seven seconds vine, i think i believe it was seven seconds i, I cannot remember exactly because i wasn't yeah. really really into it but i think you, you're right i think it was extremely short so that that in itself is is proof right there it's like there's no coincidence that that's the number they picked they, there must have been some research around the amount of time you can hold someone's attention um, and then we're, we're seeing it again with, um, uh, what's the, the platform? Uh, yeah, TikTok, exactly, yeah. right? Only TikTok is a little bit longer form-ish, uh, but still, I mean, I think um, they're so, so still, TikTok, I think, I wonder what the TikTok, average is, but I would think they're about 15 seconds average. TikTok, TikTok is slightly different because I don't, it's not really in terms of the content that, you can, that, that you're watching because TikTok can be, I think, um, it may be 15 seconds videos, but I think the average is 30 but you can go up to a minute. Okay. Um, I think TikTok, the issue with TikTok is that you can literally, you, you can flip through endless, an endless stream of content. Like after oh, yeah. a, a, few, a few seconds, literally go, no, bored, bored. And that's why I'm not really massively into 
seeing my kids on TikTok because it's like it, it teaches them just to uh, I'm bored. Next, next, next. It's that next function that really is, uh, that bothers me. Um, you know, whereas you you would sit through an entire TV series like an episode or a movie before. Now it's just like you you know you know there's there's part of of, of episodes and, of, and movies that are boring, but eventually you'll get a payoff for it. Um, with what TikTok does, it's just like, well, I don't like your face. I don't like what you're saying. Or I don't like what the video looks like. I don't like the music you use. Next, next, next. It's, and it's never-ending content coming your way that you can just skip endlessly also. Yep. Uh, I was looking up right now as you're, as you're saying that. Apparently, TikTok videos initially were 15 seconds long, and then they yep. were extended to 60 seconds. Uh, which is interesting, right? Because even like 60 seconds feels like, whoa, like super long. And like, it isn't, <laughs> right? And then when you consider you consider Fortnite, that like on average, your point is like, it takes 10, 15 minutes to complete a round. Um, that plays in as well, right? When you're, when you're talking earlier about Miles Morales and how that mm-hmm. game takes 10 hours to complete, that is the perfect kind of like analogy around it, right? It's like 10 hours. And you're, to your point, that's a short story driven game. It's short, yeah. And, and you're still exploring like the 20 hours worth of side missions versus like, imagine playing Fortnite every 15 minutes for 10 hours in a row. Like just even looking at that, like what that does to your brain, it, it, it kind of like reminds me of like those 80s commercials of like, this is what your drugs are like on, on I'm sorry, this is what your brain is like on drugs. And they crack that egg and they fry it. And I'm like, it feels like it's a little bit like that, doesn't it? It's it, the, the, the thing with with Spider-Man, for example, is it's 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 story driven, so it's fine. You know, if even if it's on the short side, I don't really mind it because it's it's, you know, it can be a it's like a comic. You 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 pick up the, the you know those really thin comics that come out. Um, there's have to be the story doesn't have to be super long to be interesting, but you know, it's I think the the the, the problem with with Fortnite's and games like Fortnite's is just that it's the repetition of it. It's the same thing again and again. Like, okay, you you can argue also that in Spider-Man, well, you know, I'm going to that corner of New York. I've got to go and beat up that guy and then grab something. But it's not all of that. That that's that's a fragment of what the, the game is about. So it's Correct. it's more about trying to see how your character is growing and how they resolve conflict and how you know where that's going to lead. And obviously, no, no spoilers here, but the the game is opening up to Spider-Man two or three or whatever you want to call yeah. it uh, there's going to be a, another spider-man game on playstation 5 don't know when but oh for sure it's it's clearly leading up to that i, I i'm and i'm voting for spider gwen man oh yes yeah that should be the next I, one. that'll be awesome uh, not knowing anything at this point um no. <laughs> but uh but no but but and so that that creates kind of like the that different um uh, that contrast, right? Of like a story-driven game we've talked about and 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 that repetitive battle royale format. Now, for th- this is kind of like for a minute, let's step into like JC's history corner. Um, there is a through line there that I found that I think is really fascinating, right? And it goes back to where battle royale games started. And if you look at it in terms of like 
where the inspiration came from, where we have now Apex Legends and Fortnite and all these games, um, they were all pretty much inspired by the Hunger Games in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think one of the first Battle Royale games was PUBG, you were telling me earlier. Yeah. And for me, in my in my, space, in my head, it was always Fortnite, but it sounds like PUBG then influenced Fortnite and then that influenced Ape- Apex Legends. And we got all the, all the spoofs of that, basically, which you find in Minecraft and Roblox. You can go into Roblox and play an entire Fortnite game. You can go into <laughs> Minecraft and play games that are basically Fortnite, only that they're yeah. called something different, right? Um, but the Hunger Games kind of inspired that. For anybody who's not familiar, Hunger Games is like the series of, of like, they were basically like teenage uh, it, books aimed at teenagers. Uh, they came out in the early 2000s um, that eventually got so big, they got made into movies and there's like three or four movies about them. But even Hunger Games was inspired by a Japanese movie that came out in 2000 called Battle Royale. And it's a super ultra violent movie. And it was always meant to be more of a social statement around around what can happen when you put kids into a certain setting, right? And it kind of goes back from that point. You can almost say like that takes inspiration from Lord of the Flies and all these things about how we lose our humanity when we're put in certain situations. So for me, the really interesting thing is that we wound up with a game that actually has a very limited, like it it, uh, promotes a limit in attention span, but it was inspired by a movie you have to sit and pay attention to for where it be like an hour and a half. You have to then read the Hunger Games books, which will take multiple hours. You got to watch those movies once it's going to take multiple multiple hours but then we wind up with something that you can just digest in 15 minutes and to me that's like it's such irony in that um and 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 hopefully that helps people to kind of understand a bit more yeah. where kind of the origins are about the battle royale games all right so let, let's dive into some of the research that i did as well um one of the things that i decided to look at was uh what does it actually mean for this to be a problem right and so i looked up what is a gaming disorder and it's interesting because there's actually some politics around the actual idea of having a gaming disorder. Uh, because, well, once again, uh, we're both here to say that we, we stand for, for video games and we love them. Mm-hmm. And we think they're, they can be really great as far as like building a bond with your kid and having fun with them. They're absolutely awesome. And the more that we as parents decide to like dive into their world, the closer we can get to our kids for sure. But there are some things that we also need to be aware of, right? And the, the World Health uh, Organization, which uh, we've heard a lot about lately, uh, yeah. don't know why, um, has defined a gaming disorder as a pattern of persistent or recurring gaming behavior in which people lose control of their gaming behavior, give priority, priority to gaming over other interests and continue gaming despite negative consequences, such as impairments in their family relationship or social lives. Right. So, and, and, and they also go on to say that it has to be a pattern demonstrated for more than a year. So if like someone has like, if they get hooked on Fortnite for a couple of weeks, it's not considered a gaming disorder technically, but where it gets political is that the, like the, uh, similar organizations within the U.S. that look at the same things uh, don't actually, and, and I believe it's the Center, Center for Disease Control as well, uh, because they do look at mental health diseases as well, uh, sure. not only uh, like uh, uh, COVID stuff, uh, they have not actually recognized it as an actual disorder, right? And then other countries have the same thing, where some countries don't recognize it as an actual disorder, right? Um, yet there's such a connection between that and gambling, 
uh, and and other types of disorders that way. So that's why I thought that like defining that uh, how it's how gaming disorder can happen it kind of leads us into what I think is one of the the key issues with the battle royale format and the way that it's being designed. And this can be designed not only in battle royale to be clear but in a bunch of other games, we just feel that it comes across in a battle royale game a lot more. And it's how designers build in dopamine hits within the game. Mm. What are dopamine hits, right? Uh, Every time that you pick up your phone and you start to scroll to see what's going on on Facebook, what's going on Instagram, and then you get that moment of, oh wait, look at what Tom's doing. He went out to the Parkless family. Oh man, it's a good day there. It's a crappy day here in Portland. I wish I were there. That's a dopamine hit. Like you just got some satisfaction by knowing something about somebody else, right? And that can come in in numerous ways, like whether it be like you wanna send direct tweets at Donald Trump, to like whether it be support or hate it's like you get a dopamine hit by engaging Why with someone at, at the, exactly at that level of power but but there are literally millions yeah, <laughs> of yeah. people doing it right now and just getting the hit of like because they're not actually accomplishing anything but still we have like i told them off that and it then feel good. you get yeah you get a sense of satisfaction from it right and that's the dopamine hit we get it from candy uh, we get it from eating, uh, but we can also get it from like uh, media, right? It's like when you watch a movie you really like, you get those dopamine hits, right? Uh, the, the difference is how you get them and how often. Yeah, That's the, the, the big thing. And like, Tom, you set it up really nicely where you talked about the attention span. And, and I believe the attention span is the symptom uh, but the cause is the dopamine hits behind this, right? It's like, why would you have a short attention span? Because you get this like short-term satisfaction over and over again throughout the game. And and maybe you want to tell us a bit more, like what do you feel are some of the big dopamine hits from Fortnite that where, where kids get that that satisfaction from the game? Right. So let's let's to answer that, let's um really talk about what you'll get from a let's call it a Fortnite session, gaming session. Yeah. Um exactly. so, so Fortnite is what we we were talking about earlier on which was you know you get into your game of battle royale you get landed onto an island um yeah. and what the whole point of the game uh when it started obviously now there's been multiple seasons of the game you know each season is a uh, is usually themed something right now yeah. i think it's uh um, marvel universe so you get yeah. iron man and all that stuff anyway that's beside the point um the normal session would be you know you do your thing you're trying to survive you're trying to grab weapons from other enemies you're trying to make your way to the end of the 15 minutes 20 minutes game get to the number one spot uh, what i would get you is like every single game shooting games or, or, or first shooter you know what's it called fps first no fs fps first person shooters yeah um where you will grow and get as many kills or as many coins or i mean boxes as you can get and then you get up in experience levels and then the more experience you get the more things you unlocked so being that weapons um yeah. like we talked before dances um yeah. fortnite dances that are extremely famous but you also can unlock cosmetic um items you know like items of clothing a hat like trousers new shoes whatever that may be yeah. um, and then obviously the ultimate goal is to get to the highest level of experience so I, I, I can maybe take you back to call of duty which i, I do play sometimes uh, yeah you can get to the highest level which is 155 and then once you get to that well the only thing you can pretty much do is, apart from um growing your 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 character 
is to unlock more weapons and learn a bunch of stuff like that. Um, so there's so, no end. Effectively, so, there's so the, no the there's no like end credits of like roll credits. The game is over. You've achieved your final goal. It really is just about status. Yeah, so it's all it's it's mainly about status. It's mainly about what number you got, how many kills you got, how much money you've collected, how many things you've unlocked. Um, there, there was a, a fake ending to Fortnite. I don't know if you remember that a couple of years ago when they, <laughs> really they, 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 they did a Bing Bang in reverse, where everything got sucked into this black hole. Um, every single character, so they killed everything for forty-eight hours, and people freaked out. Um, but what they did after that, they recreated the universe, they relaunched everything, um, which was pretty. Uh, to be fair, that was pretty creative and badass. That was that was really cool. Okay, um, I'll, I'll give them that. that. That's a pretty cool. yeah. It caught it caught off it caught people off by surprise big time. Like suddenly you see everything getting sucked off into that big black hole, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> where's my character that I spent so many hours, uh, you know, developing. Um, so yeah, that, that's 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 there's no end to the game. It's it's just a, a, yeah. a an endless loop, if you will, of let me try to grind um, yeah. endlessly again. I like that word um, to get to the max max number. You know, again, I, I'll I'll talk more about Call of Duty on there. It's just like, for example, now I've reached for the maximum level. Playing a, a game doesn't really feel that special anymore because I've got nothing else to unlock. Yeah. <laughs> But I still get exactly. a bit of a dopamine hit because of you know I can, I can go around and try to get us more money from a game than you yeah. know that collect more money than and opening more more um, boxes than the other players and trying to get to finish first. Yeah, that's uh, that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 you're and you're there to like it's more for a feeling of playing the game rather than being invested in it intellectually, right? Of just like where is the story heading to? It's just like you're there for a feeling. Uh, yeah, no, dude, I totally relate. And because even just looking looking at it peripherally, right? How it, it how it makes kids uh, the behavior it drives. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's kind of two stories that that I came across. Like one, I, I was a um, I was coaching soccer this past year and I was talking to one of the other coaches after a game uh, that we'd played before. Uh, and we were, we were talking to an after a game and we'd seen the players before. And one of their players was just like, just like miles better than the previous time we played. And I was really surprised. I was like, Hey, look, what's going on? Like, like I'm, I'm really happy. Like that kid's doing really well. Like he played really well today. And he's like, dude, you never believe the story. What happened with that kid? He's like, I was talking to the parents, he said, and uh, I was having a huge amount of trouble coaching the kid. And then the parents told me like a couple of weeks later that they had found out that he was actually hooked on Fortnite to the point that he was taking money from his parents' uh, purses and wallets to buy stuff. So there was it the V bucks or whatever to like buy stuff on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And once, uh, once they found out, they basically banned Fortnite in the house, like absolutely banned. Even I think banned video games for a while. And then just like leaned into playing board games and stuff like that. Yeah. And the coach told me that the kid within like a week had a completely different attitude towards practice, like just miles different and just became this like awesome player for them and and he's like i gotta be honest i think it was kind of due to Fortnite. it's like the kid put in a hard work and stuff but just he had his attention back at that point um so yeah and 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 so the other thing is like i also see it with uh like for example like for a long time aiden like anytime he talked about dancing it was a Fortnite <laughs> dance right and that's and that's not him only like all his friends like if you see them out like just like hanging out eventually within like a game of basketball or a game of soccer or something, they'll stop and do a Fortnite dance. 
out of the loop. And if you were to take those same kids and put them on a dance floor and say like, go out and like dance with someone, they wouldn't know how to do it. They would just keep doing like all sorts of Fortnite dances in sequence one after the other, right? And But it shows like the gratification they get from it, right? It, it like, it permeates their life as well. Like the gratification it's, it's, they get from, from that game. It's interesting because the, so the, the dancing bit that you just mentioned is it happened also to... Um, when I used to go and pick Emily up from school, for example, like year year six, uh, the end of last year, and yeah, all the kids, all the boys are just in in the courtyard, just dancing, doing doing Fortnite moves, dance moves. Yeah, and like yeah, I mean that's you know that's great. You're you're dancing, but the only moves you guys know is the uh, what's the one, the backpack kid or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, there's there's the more, floss. There's, the floss. That's the fuck. See how old I am. Um, and it's like. It's like okay, that's fine. It's it is really having an impact on on you know their behavior, which is very interesting, to say the least. Um, I also have something quite similar to what you said about um, um, a change in behavior. For example, Emily's got a phone, right? Yeah. Um, we, we've we've given her um, a phone now because she's walking to school. Um, yeah. In year seven, so we we've told her you know text us when you get to the school just say just the same text every day yeah. like, hey, I'm, I'm there or I've, I've 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 made it to school the walk and, is and, not that far and, and, yeah. and to clarify that's seventh grade for the american audience all right cool <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um so the, we've told you know the, the, it's 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 a two minutes walk and i said you know just give us a text when you're there um, so we know that you've made it. You're fine. She still goes with her friends, so they, they, she's not alone. Alone when she walks that that two minutes walk, but just for peace of mind, we told her. Um, anyway, that phone, um, the battery died about a month ago, and I was like, okay, maybe I just, what should I do? Because it's an iPhone. Like it's not easy an easy repair. It's not something I can do. Because you know anything that if you, if you try to repair an oh, iPhone, yeah. it's it's doomed. Um, so I went on eBay. I trying to get I get another one, you know, and, and I f- eventually found something on eBay that was quite cheap. I didn't read the description well enough, and said the phone is dead. Like it, it it'll turn on, but then within the five the next five ten seconds it'll die. I was like, yeah. And so we got the phone. It took about three four days to to turn up. And those few days where she had no phones at all, it was actually quite interesting because her behavior changed totally. Of instead of being on her phone talking to her friends or being on a call or being on TikTok or whatever it is that she was doing on her phone, like suddenly she started paying attention to stuff around her again, um, yeah. you know, and, and watching long form TV, watching yeah. episodes like 45 minutes long episodes of even if you know something you know, like fashion related or cook, yeah. cooking related on TV, but like not no more TikToking like minute long, 30 seconds long videos. and it was quite interesting. So suddenly you're like, you had this complete change from being glued to the phone for too many hours yeah. um, to actually being engaged in conversation again. Um, eventually, yep. eventually, I, you know, the penny dropped and I went, oh, actually I can just go to the shop, which is on the, on the main street here and I can just go and get it fixed for like 20 pounds. You get it, you get the t- battery changed. And it takes them half an hour to do what I did. Like I literally, you know, when when you're trying to fix something and you're like, suddenly you're like, oh, I'm so dumb. There's a there's a shop that does that. I walk past it every single day. They can just change that battery in in in, in no time. Um, and I got that done. But then, yeah, reverted into that behavior again of being on the phone on WhatsApp and doing stuff like that. So yep. you know, technology can have, um, uh, you know, it, it's you have to 
balance everything. You have to make sure that it's it's um, you keep it all in proportion. You know, you can have it for a couple hours, but then you have to pay attention to the rest, to real life around that. Thought. Yeah. And, and then we, we get into like to your point is like how technology influences these behaviors. Like um, that kind of thing gets us into kind of one of our next topics, mm-hmm. which is around kind of the money aspect around this. Oh, yes. And and to kind of like um, uh, kick it off, uh, what we're talking about is there's there's actual monetary transactions to, to my story about like that that kid that uh, was was using his parents money to buy stuff for the game. Uh, you need to actually put in a card or like a gift card or whatever it may be. Uh, to be able to buy stuff in the game and there's no shortage of things they're going to sell you like and and there was a very interesting study about in particular uh, about the loot boxes that show up in uh, games like Fortnite, um and it was carried out in belgium because actually belgium uh they they carried out a study to figure out across games like uh i think they put in call of duty online that you mentioned you were playing uh, apex legends and interestingly uh star wars star wars battlefront which i i didn't really feel like that game felt in the same way because that actually has a story but i think there's also like a different mode there's a there's like a battle royale or like 1v1 mode in in battlefront battlefront so battlefront is um it's not actually a a single game as in like a story driven game the battlefront series Mm -hmm. is it's not about battle royale also it's it's um it's a multiplayer game so you're just on a map and you shoot people um, yep. I, th- I think also you said that Belgium. It's not. It's not actually a, a study. It's more of um, a lawsuit that happened yes. in Belgium, um, yeah. where some people, similar to your story, where um, somebody, I think it was a kid that um, ran up his parents' credit cards. Yeah. Um, like you're talking, you're talking like a huge amount of money where he spent on. I believe he was on FIFA, a football game, soccer yeah. for you, for you guys. Um, <laughs> And he 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 used the credit card details so often. I think there's something like twenty five thousand euros in in debt. Something like that, before they realized how much cash he spent on it, it was huge. Um, so the 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 Belgian, I think a judge in Belgium um, banned um, loot boxes in games like Call of Duty, um, what was it, Apex Legends, and Star Wars Battlefront. So Star Wars Battlefront, for example, that a very good example for it. Um, you could. With your experience point that you gathered and um you know grinding the game as it's called you spend hours and then you would um be able to unlock a couple more characters right so yep. they calculated that thing that you needed to spend something ridiculous like a thousand hours on the game to unlock to have enough points to unlock darth vader and princess leia or yeah, you could pay that's right. or you could pay uh, a loot box and maybe maybe you get to unlock Darth Vader and Princess Leia. And, and that's the point that led, actually, right, that, that's the point that led to the, the research I was mentioning earlier, which is uh, York St. John University, but multiple universities and institutions around the world are carrying out research around the connection between these loot boxes uh, and gambling, right? Yeah. Because it's like you're hoping you're going to get what you need. And then it, so it keeps drawing you back for more. So it's got the same dynamics as a slot machine. At the end of the yep. day, it's like you're hoping for that to happen, or you're or or you're working to your point. You're grinding just to spend your money on something that is whether it be an outfit or a dance or a weapon, uh, something that just enhances the game but doesn't really contribute in any way to a storyline or to your attention span. It's like that's why you're there. And a great example, let's say for all parents, definitely go check out the movie The Social Dilemma. 
uh, it's, a, it's a documentary on Netflix. Uh, it talks about exactly how these dynamics happen and how it could lead to very destructive behavior because uh, these games and apps are designed to be monetized. They are designed, there's a reason why they're free, right? At the end of the day, because they will make money and they're not going to leave it to chance to make money. It's like, it's kind of like at the casino, the house always wins. And in this case, it's like you might've gotten the game for free, but you're still forking over your money uh, to the, to the development houses that, that create these games. And there's something very, I, I find at least very disturbing about that, about how that leads to that behavior. Because then if you think about it, our kids, they're going to be playing this. To your point, they're going to be on their phone as well on things like TikTok uh, that have this instant gratification. And then it's like at some point, they're going to be introduced to gambling, right? And then that's a problem. Or they're going to be off to uni and they've got nothing to do. So I'm going to pick up some really bad habits when, when I'm at uni uh, because I no, no longer have anybody supervised to tell me not to do things. So and teaching them to have a longer attention span, super important. Also, yeah, I think I think the the, the monetary um, aspect of, of this is, is yeah. quite important because it's you, you need to educate your kids to understand that this is uh, this is wrong, you know, because the, the the way that like you said that you're being hooked in, like oh look, that this game is free, and you're like oh yeah, that's cool. If you don't pay yourself too much attention and you have that, that much knowledge into the topic, it's like well okay, it's a free game. You know, that's, that's, that's fine. But again, like you said, there's a reason why it's free. It's because after that, they'll try to recoup their cash in yeah. selling you things. I mean, to, to, to the point you were, you were making, like um, loot boxes and, and um, the ability of buying content bef has been in, in video games for the last 10 years, give or take. Um, like my example I was giving you earlier on was in BA 2K, right? Where you yeah. could just buy um, a pair of sneakers but the difference is um, you would get what you paid for, right? So you, you'll say, I want to buy those shoes and those shoes maybe comes into a, um, a package, which is a shoe, uh, a jersey, a hat, whatever. And that might be branded, a Jordan branded uh, package, but then you know where you're getting, which is fine. Because if you say, I'm going to five, I'm going to spend five, five bucks on that box. You're getting that, you know, you're getting yep. it. The issue is, and that's where they draw on the line is, okay, saying, you know, you're gonna pay five quid or five five dollars. You don't know what you're gonna get. You might get the rarest um, character of the whole game, or the the, the rarest weapon, or the, the weapon that's like level one thousand that's yep. gonna crush every single everything everybody else in the game. Yep. But you can also get some absolute crap from that. Yeah, game. exactly. That useless stuff, stuff that maybe just cosmetic, that are not that rare, that are very common in the game. Um, so, if if the, 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 one of the issues, which is also between gamers that uh, we've seen, uh, it's um, people with deeper pockets. Uh, that's also this kind of um, side thing there. Um, th there's people that like to grind the game and spend the hours and getting to the highest level um, yep. and having all the weapons and stuff like that. But it, there's, there's that now, there's a lot of players that just say, okay, you know what, I've, I'm, I'm you know, maybe 25, I've got a job, it's fine. I don't have time to spend 1,000 hours trying to unlock everything. I'm just going to buy everything. Yep. You know, unlock everything now. I'm just, you know, maybe I paid for the game. Maybe it's, the game was free. I'm just going to spend $100 and unlock everything now and be, and be the boss. Boss the game right away. And that's also in itself in terms of, of um, um, you know, in terms of ethics. <laughs> Gamer yeah. ethics is it's also another issue. 
Um, so you t- again, that's that's um, very quick, easy, satisfactory results. You know, it's it's like you 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 pay, you get yeah. the top of the queue, the top of the pile yeah. right away, and it's like instant gratification with no effort. And, and that's something that you teach to if you teach that to your kids to say, well, you know, you might suck at that game. Hey, let me get my credit card out. I'm gonna pay fifty dollars. Bang. Correct. And, and and more importantly, like they will be able to hold that over their friends. They're like, oh, yeah. my parents gave me 60 V bucks or whatever it may be. And then the whole thing becomes socioeconomic, right? Whereas like kids that were whose parents can't allow them to have that, all of a sudden it's like it feels it, it feels really uh like a, a situation where bullying can start to happen. Right. Because like I got the money to spend, I can beat you all day. Uh, and, and it's really bad because I've seen some of his interactions between kids when they talk about Fortnite and dude, it can get really cruel super quickly. It's actually really impressive, like how much they can make others feel excluded uh, yeah. that aren't necessarily part of the game. Uh, so yeah, man, uh, that's why. And, and to kind of like move into kind of like our, our conclusion as a parent, like go spend the 60 bucks, go spend the 50 bucks, go spend the 40 bucks on buying a game that's story driven, then going like, oh yeah, Fortnite is free, right? That's good for the kids. It's free. Uh, no, no, you're going to just be paying it in so many other ways that aren't even tangible right now, but they will become very quickly uh, once you see how behaviors change and so forth. So spend the money, get the games. So, but if you're asking a question like, what game should we get? That's what we're here for. Uh, so the, the idea is in the follow-up episode, we're going to give you some options of games that we feel we love, that we love to, to play with our kids, that we have a great time uh, hanging out, and that we don't feel have the same incentives. Uh, we feel like there's a dopamine hit for sure throughout the game, but it rewards you staying there for longer or it rewards yeah. you playing together. Right, it gives you that that definite satisfaction. So we will be coming back with more recommendations on those. But up until then, uh, we're signing out. So just want to say thank you to Tom for coming up with the idea for this podcast and uh, reaching out to to get this done. Uh, thank you to uh, also whoever designed our logo. Uh, that's looking pretty slick these days uh and uh, thanks to tom for doing a ton of editing and really like bringing the the instagram game uh as oh, yes. we are uh trying to promote the podcast well we're trying to get that dopamine shot from the social media <laughs> 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 instant gratification oh god <laughs> yes thank you all for listening to that episode um we hope to catch you into the next few ones i say Sweet. Goodbye.